Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chick Foley Show, the official podcast of Thanksgiving. As we are a week away from one of the best holidays of the year, this is the Hot Take Kid, Phil Gentile, aka the Dan Marley of Wrestling Figure Collecting, here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. And uh, I got Sheena Phelps, the very pregnant Sheena Phelps. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. That That is definitely the description for me right now. The very pregnant Sheena Phelps. Um, I'm sitting here in Sharpshooter Studio, and I was I was talking to Phil before we started recording. He was like, how you, how you doing? And I'm like, you know, I try to keep things in perspective. And I try to keep things, you know, positive most of the time. But, like, at this point, 35 weeks pregnant, like, you just start to feel chronically uncomfortable. So for all you dudes out there who never have to be pregnant, like, thank your lucky stars. Yeah, to the point now where you have to get like a rolling start to get out of bed, like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you have to be careful too because if you roll too fast, you get like these, you know, round ligament pains and cramps. So yeah, it's it's, it's glorious stuff that's happening um, over here. You know me, I'm, I'm I like to I'm a pretty active, fit person, but to like have to like like roll out of bed like some sort of like sea mammal, <laughs> like oh my gosh, it's it's always humbling. Speaking of, well, I'm not going to say speaking of sea mammals, that's mean. Speaking of lovers of uh, of, of white Christmas lights, Marco Denton, uh, <laughs> the MVP, what's going on, dude? Uh, nothing much. I don't mind being um, accompanied with a sea mammal. It's, sea it's mammals cool. are adorable. Yeah, and they it's are, big it's, dude yeah. season. It's big sea, sea, sea whale season. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm just chilling over here. I am not pregnant, um, so that's that's always good news. <laughs> not happening over here. I have enough uh, children to last me a lifetime, so <laughs> I think I'm all sure. set in that department. Uh, but yeah, just uh, chilling over here and uh, enjoying this rainy, cold weather, which I'm not Ugh. too happy about. But it's New England. That's that's what happens over in, in these parts. A couple house uh, cleaning things here before we get into the episode. A shout out to our buddy uh, Zach Egloff, who has helped me uh, prepare for Sheena's uh, departure from the podcast, at least for a week or two, if she's going to pop out a baby. Um, he's sending me some some audio clips of Sheena Phelps from the podcast. We're currently building the Sheenatron five thousand, uh, so it basically will replace this will replace Sheena in almost every way. We'll be at, me and Marco will ask her questions and she'll respond. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh my God. I don't even know what kind of questions you could ask. There's no telling what sort of responses I have. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm very, I, sometimes I tend to be very unfiltered and I actually filter myself for this show. So if you can only imagine oh, what wow. I'm like, what, what I'm like, yeah, what I'm like in real life. Too bad we don't have like a video feed because you guys could just like hologram me in circa like 2000. What was that? Like 2005 or six when like the holograms were like the thing. <laughs> That would be fun. Yeah, yeah, we could we could we could do a live stream. I've ta- I'm trying to talk to somebody. One of the I'm in a like a group chat with a bunch of other podcasts. And I was like, hey man, how do I how do I do like a YouTube like live stream? And he just he had like four messages, and then like by the fourth word, I was just like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, we're not going to do that then because I don't understand any of those words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a lot. I mean, you know, just to just to even set all this stuff up and to get together like via audio can, can you imagine having it well i mean for dudes it's a lot easier but for me to look even presentable on 
you know, oh, on video. On. Like, Jesus. I mean, well, you know what I mean? Like, let's be real. I'm not just going to show up like I'm showing up right now. Like I'm in a like sweatshirt and, you know, looking, looking a little haggard. <laughs> I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely not trying to show up on YouTube looking, looking like that. I got to put some, some mascara on or something. Uh, and also shout out to our friends at Chalkline. I don't know if you follow us on Instagram, the three of us, but you should. Uh, we, uh, you can follow, follow Sheena at Chick Foley at least, and you can find us from there. But, uh, the, our friends at Chalkline, with the help of the heel husband, got us each some ch- sick, super sick, uh, Chalkline Chick Foley show jackets. Yes. They look so good. You guys sent so the pictures good. over this weekend. They're like, you guys, oh my gosh, it looks so awesome. We're just, we're like a team, you know? <laughs> yeah. We need to, we need to go somewhere with these. I think I'm thinking SummerSlam next year up in Boston. Maybe we visit Marco Denton. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm, definitely. I'm yeah. totally down for that. The heel husband um, will potentially be back for that. So that would be, that would be super awesome. We could um, import the in-laws to come watch the the babies and then we could have a little vacation up in boston i'm i'm there for it there you go yeah maybe the orioles are in town who knows you know that'd be, that'd be fun oh, definitely let's do it uh so on tonight's episode uh, we are going to preview war games uh this coming week and we're going to let me play let me play the uh the steven regal sound clip war games war, war games and um <laughs> Also, preview uh, a Survivor Series card, which is looking very, very interesting. Um, yeah. We'll get into the fallout from last week's uh, Full Gear from Dynamite and um, some, some cool figure news. And, oh, of course, the, the return of CM Punk, who returned literally five minutes after we stopped recording last week. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Like, we, you know, stopped recording and, like, literally, like, our, I stopped recording told you guys good night, jumped into bed. And then all of a sudden I like check into the Instagram machine and I'm like, WTF? Like, are you kidding me? I cannot believe this literally just happened. Um, on, on freaking SmackDown. What's the, what's the show called backstage? Yeah. Backstage. Uh, yeah. SmackDown backstage of all things. You know what I mean? Like I just would never in a million years have thought that was going to happen. So yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit, um, in our outside the squared circle. So yeah, let's let's start with the credentials. Uh, at askchickfoley at gmail dot com is how you can hit us up via email if you have any questions or comments or something you'd like to see on the show. Uh, you can DM. I mentioned uh, Sheena's on Instagram at chickfoley, and uh, the the show Twitter is at chickfoley show. We'd love to hear from you and talk to you guys about wrestling and wrestling figures and everything in between. And uh, the best place to support our show is Patreon dot com. Uh, you can go there, patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. It starts at $1 per month. Uh, gets you access to our Facebook page where we buy and sell figures, talk wrestling, and all that kind of stuff. You also get um, our show notes emailed to your inbox every single week. Uh, from up, it's $5 a month uh, for our bonus episodes, $10 a month for Sheena's unboxing videos, and, and much, much more content there. All that money uh, goes into our giveaways and, and supporting the podcast. So it's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. We appreciate anything and any and all support there. Uh, let's get inside the squared circle, guys. This is sponsored by our friends at Chalkline. Um, I'm sure they're going to have a nice Black Friday sale coming up soon next week, but you can use code Chick, C-H-I-C-K, for 15% off of your order. Um, NXT 
last couple weeks. Uh, I mean, there's an episode tomorrow, obviously. Last mm-hmm. week was, was a banger episode as we're heading into war games here. It's an interesting time for NXT because you're, you're, you're splitting your, your roster, which isn't already you know super deep as it is, uh, between war games and um, Survivor Series. How do you th- see things shaping up, Sheena? Well, I mean, I think we're going to see a little bit of crossover. I definitely think that Matt Riddle um, is potentially going to be like on both shows. Um, you know, he he's fighting um, freaking uh, Finn at at War Games, and then I, I I can see him being on Team NXT because they have not, as far as I know, um, they have not they have not announced the Survivor Series team for for NXT. So I could definitely see him being somebody that you know does double duty back back to back. But yeah, I definitely think we're going to see some some people doing you know War Games and Survivor Series for sure. How should how should we work the prediction title championship here? Because we got War Games and we have Survivor Series. I guess we can run down the card now. We can kind of go th- through some of the storylines that got us here. Um, let's start with the, uh, the the I guess probably the main event, which is going to be uh, a match. Man, I don't think we'd ever see a women's War Games match, but this is going to be awesome. Shayna Baszler, Io, yeah. Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kaylee Ray against Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae. Mia Yim and Tegan Knox. Uh, mm-hmm. What 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 do you think here? What's going to happen? You know, I I really don't know. I really don't know what um, which team is going to come out on top because I mean, this is like two powerhouse like female teams going head to head, and um, it's it's really hard to say. I could I could definitely see um, the. Uh, the other two horsewomen, Jessamine and Maria Sha- uh, Shafir, getting in on it, but I don't know. And maybe like giving giving the heels the the over, but yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, I'm I'm obviously Team Maria all the way. Like I, I want to see my girl go over. Um, all the also Mia Yim is injured. Like she got her nose busted open in her match last week, and then apparently she suffered some rib injuries um, on that last bump that she took. So I don't know. Like they, Everything I've read says that her, her situation is kind of day-to-day. So we might be getting a different fourth person for the uh, the face team. Did they bump somebody to put her in originally once they announced the teams? Who was supposed to be? Was that Dakota, yes. Kai, Dakota Kai? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll so, take yeah. her place. Yeah, that, that ladder match was pretty brutal. Her and Io Shrived. Definitely recommend going back and watching that. That was that was super fun. Um, mm-hmm. So, what do you see playing out here? I see the faces. I see the team Rhea Ripley winning and Shayna Baszler showing up on Survivor Series with those two cronies and Ronda Rousey <laughs> and Ronda Rousey. Mm, I got to think Ronda Rousey's coming back. So, I mean, she's on Total Divas or whatever that show is. Yeah, um, I got to think she's coming back soon, right? I mean, she's she, she's kind of been been hinting at it. Yeah, I've been you know following her on social media and stuff, and she's been hinting. And I've I've read some articles saying that you know she's saying that she's ready to come back and stuff. But I don't know if it'll be like you know like like it was before, like a rumble type appearance, or um, I feel like this is kind of soon because if she shows up now, like. I mean, it could be one of those situations where it was like the year before where it was just like the storyline drug on way too long to get to WrestleMania. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's almost better like save it for Royal Rumble or something. Because, uh-huh. Yeah, that's just you know with with three weeks of TV every week, it's gonna get it's gonna get old pretty quick. But uh, I I don't. There's a bunch of little tiny storylines in this women's uh, war games match, which will be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I do have they announced the women's team for the war the the NXT women's card? That does that sound like any? Does that make any sense? What I just said. No, it did not. <laughs> They're doing like a Survivor Series style team with with the women, right? They haven't announced the women's team for that or the men's team. Oh no, yeah, I haven't seen any NXT news as far as Survivor Series is concerned. So yeah, I don't know how many of these women will actually, like I said, do double duty week to week. So or you know back to back. So um, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm assuming tomorrow night we'll get a lot more clarity on who's going to be in the Survivor Series. Yeah, matches. What, what a card tomorrow night for NXT. Did you see what this what this card is tomorrow night for NXT? Mm-mm. Oh my god. It's uh so so there's a triple threat match that we talked about. Pete Dunn, Killian Dane, and Damian Priest. The winner gets Yes, shot. I did see that. Yeah, Adam Cole. Adam Cole at uh Survivor Series. And it's Adam Cole versus uh Dominic Dijakovic in a ladder match. And then I th- I think we confirmed it, right? Uh Marco, the revival is coming back and facing Undisputed Era. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, wow. a banger yeah. match that is. That's a pay per view style match on a on a freaking NXT. That's a great card. Yep, awesome. So, um, with your prediction, are you you said you're going with Team Rhea or Team Shayna? Team Rhea. Yeah, same. I'm going with Team Rhea. All right, men's war games match, undisputed era versus Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee. Dominic Dijakovic and Mr. TBD. I'm I'm a fan of Mr. TBD. Who do you think it's going to be? Oh, I don't know. I mean, who else? It's it's like I said, it's just tough with like them pulling double duty on these shows to know who's going to mm-hmm. be in it. We already got Riddle somewhere. Uh, do they pull someone off the main roster to make an appearance, like a like a Kevin mm-hmm. Owens or somebody? I don't know. I was going to say Kevin Owens because they kind of hinted, but then with all that, with all the schmozzy stuff that happened at the end, it kind of, I think it kind of like shut down the, the immediate Kevin Owens to NXT storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm going to pull up the roster. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that isn't already in a, in a a main storyline here on this. I mean, you have Roderick Mm -hmm. Strong already, you know, on, on Undisputed Era. So he, you know, Mm -hmm. all the the championships are already spoken for. For sure. Um, Regardless, I don't care who Mr. TBD is. I think I'm still going for Team Tommaso. Oh, really? I was going to go Undisputed Era. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going Team Tommaso. Very nice. What What about you, Marco? What do you see with these two uh, War Games matches? Um, I think uh, I just actually messaged you guys. Um, I think Velveteen might uh, be oh, the good call. Yeah. Might be the uh, guy to take on that, and I think he might be the Survivor Series part of the Survivor Series team. Um, if he's not a part of the uh, war games, because I think Survivor Series is a fitting, like war a big pay per view is a fitting thing for mm-hmm. the, for the Velveteen Dream to make a dramatic appearance and you know do his thing. But uh, I think uh, I, I disputed error is what they won the last two, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I don't think they won in a third. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go. Uh, team Tommaso Champa. That's what they want you to one. think, man. So, I know. You guys are such marks. Can you Jeez. can you imagine though? Like they got the, they already got the undisputed um, the undisputed gold merch. What if they had like a three peat War Games merch? You know, no, oh, that would be sick. Uh, yeah, a, a match that's uh, kind of come together here with the injury to Johnny Gargano, Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor. 
Whew, man, this is going to be fun, too. Uh, yeah. Whew, I don't know what to think here. Finn Balor's first match back in NXT. I can't think he loses this match. You know, no, I got to go. I got to go with Finn. I mean, you know, I love I love the bro. Um, but I think I think Finn is going over in this one just simply because, like you said, it's it's like his debut match um, back at NXT. He's he's there to make a, a point. He had that fire promo a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think it's going to be a hell a hell of a show for sure. Like, I think these guys are going to like murder each other. But um, I'm, I'm definitely putting Finn over on this one. Yeah, if you're going to have Riddle lose to somebody, he doesn't lose too often, but have him lose to somebody, Finn Balor's a good name. And I could I could see, you know, the only way I could see Finn losing is if we have like a, a hobbled Johnny Gargano coming down and hitting him with like a, a crutch or something, you know, as yeah. some sort of schmozzy finish, but I'm still going, I'm still going Finn. Nice. Oh, you know what? Really quickly, I just looked up because I, for some reason, I was thinking like, that they got beat last year. Pete Dunn, Ricochet, and War Raiders defeated the Undisputed Era at War Games. Oh, so I love my pick yeah. even more now. Yeah, <laughs> so they they won the first year. Let me um, make sure I'm correct on that. Yeah, the Undisputed Era won the first year. They lost to who I just said the second year, and then this year we're gonna you know we'll see who who comes. Who comes out on top? But I think it's going to be Team Tommaso. Is it just those three matches, Marco? I think that that's all. That's all that we've gotten. Um, we got um, Adam Cole and uh, Dominic Dijakovic. We got the War Games matches, and then we got um, freaking. No, Adam Cole is in the men's War Game match. So. Oh yeah. You're thinking. Oh, the, uh... You're thinking of just NXT tomorrow night. You got. You got. You got mommy brain, man. You know, the triple threat yeah. matches on uh, the triple threat with Pete Dunne, Damian Priest, and Killian Dane is the War Games. Oh, no, no, no. That's, on... that's on War Games? Yeah. I thought that was on. Oh, I'm so confused. Now that we have like a weekly show here, maybe I have mom brain too. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, hard no, to keep, the, it's hard to keep track triple, of all this. No, the triple threat match, you guys, we got to get this shit is straight. It's on, okay? on Wednesday night. It's on tomorrow it's night. It's tomorrow night. Yes, that's what I thought. Yes, huh. it is happening tomorrow night, and it is the winner of that oh, is the, is it. is contending against Adam Cole at Survivor Series for the NXT Championship. So they're putting Adam Cole and one of those guys, one of those three guys, on Survivor Series, like on the main roster pay per view. I love that. I love that so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, with the with the War Games matches, it makes sense. Those are typically sixty minute matches. And then the Finn match, I'm sure, is going to go 30-some minutes or something, you know, 20, 30 minutes. So it makes sense. Maybe they add one more match, maybe a, a, another women's match or something. Or Yeah, I could see them adding another women's match. Honestly, it's just it's so confusing just because we have so much crossover with these, with Team NXT being part of Survivor Series, you know, in such a, in such a huge capacity. Like I said, we have the Adam Cole match. You have Team NXT for the women, Team NXT for the men. Um, you've We've had NXT invasions like the last three weeks. So it's been like, like I feel like the roster's all over the damn place. So, and didn't we just do a draft where it was like everybody's shows, like everybody's supposed to be separate and compartmentalized? And really, like it has not been compartmentalized at all since the draft. Yeah. Well, they've been invading. It's been inva- a lot of different invasions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Whatever. I think it'll be a good card. Do you want to jump right into Survivor Series? Yeah. Let's go. Let's 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 go. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Survivor. This I haven't. I talked about it last week. I haven't been this excited for a card uh, in a long time. I'll run down the matches here: the NXT Cruiserweight Championship 
Leo Rush versus Angel Garza. I'm sure that'll be a pre-show match, but that should be pretty good. Uh, I don't. Is that have, a is that a confirmed match? Uh, it's, it's it's on my script here from from the, okay. from the from the intern. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Leo Rush retains in that match. It'll it'll be okay. I don't. I mean, I don't really care. That's like, not a, that's not a match I'm like super invested in, but. I think uh, I think Leo will go over. I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, the women's Survivor Series match. So this is kind of tough because we don't know some of these other teams for the NXT teams. But Team Raw mm-hmm. is uh, Charlotte, the Kabuki Warriors, Sarah Logan. Somehow she got her way on there. And Natalia versus Team SmackDown, which is Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. What's And mm-hmm. then uh, also versus uh, Team NXT, which has not been announced yet. Uh, kind of crazy they haven't announced a uh, you know this is you know we're by the time it's announced it's what four, four days before the pay-per-view so mm-hmm. kind of crazy yeah uh honestly though i don't see um i don't see them letting team nxt go over in either one of these matches just simply because like i mean i, I just don't see it happening i feel like it's either going to be raw or smackdown um and last year wasn't it like a raw clean sweep last year at survivor series yeah, like smackdown yeah, smackdown did not win a single freaking match last year so i could totally see team smackdown um for the women uh sasha carmella dana lacy and nikki going over even though i feel like Team Raw is a little bit stronger, but maybe they're going to give since SmackDown is, you know, supposed to be like the the new hot show. Um, maybe they'll give SmackDown a little bit of the rub and put put those women over. Yeah, I was going to say Team SmackDown too. That that team just looks a lot more stacked, and Sasha Banks obviously is the name they want to push here. I'm sure it'll mm-hmm. come down to Charlotte and Sasha and somebody from the from Team NXT. But yeah. uh, it's going to be a good match. I, I, I like that. I mean, I, I want to see some more Charlotte. She's been kind of, uh, she, well, not, not buried a little bit, but she's been off of the, uh, out of the spotlight here. I'm sure as we get closer to WrestleMania season, she'll, she'll step back into the title picture a little bit here. But uh, let's move on to the men's Survivor Series match. Uh, Team Raw is Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and Ricochet. Man, that is a freaking team of horses there yeah uh team smackdown roman reigns king corbin mustafa ali who got his name back uh yeah shorty g who did not get his name back and (laughs) ron Strowman against team nxt what say you sheena oh man um i gotta go with team raw for the men i think um i think Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens leading the charge, and then they got Randy Orton, McIntyre, Ricochet. I, I think it's got to be, I think it's got to be Team Raw. Yeah, I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna say Team SmackDown here because I feel like Reigns is gonna be pushed. Reigns or Corbin will be kind of pushed to a main a main spot here as the kind of the sole survivor. Um, even though I think Team's, Team Raw's roster is much better, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think they want to really harp on the SmackDown thing now. So. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. True. What what True. The, what about you, Marco? What do you think of these two matches? Uh kind of tough. Um just by the the names I would go team raw. Um maybe because of the experience that's on that on that team. Um there's a lot of not rookies on the team on Team SmackDown, but there's a not not enough not enough experience in my eyes. Like you have the Seth Rollins, you have Randy Orton. Drew McIntyre has been around for a while, so they have that. Like they've been around the block. Um, I do have a weird prediction that I think we're going to see a 
Uh, remember my last uh, retro pick was Survivor Series 2014, and there was mm-hmm. a, a turncoat on the team. I'm thinking Kevin Owens might turn on Team Raw. And mm. Interesting. I don't want to sway anyone's things, but I think I was right about MJF. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Kevin Owens, like you know, because I could see that because they had they had that moment um, with him and Triple H this week where you know it was it was very unclear what was going on and you know he was trying to sway him to go to NXT. So I could see him yeah. turning and then like helping helping NXT even if NXT doesn't go over, but just kind of like establishing that like he's made that decision to go yeah. to NXT. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird premonition, but I'm going to go Team Raw, though. That's my pick, anyway. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. It's, it is tough, but um, well, they're not really doing much with Kevin Owens right now on, on Raw, so uh, I could see him being, man, NXT would just be full of talent now, man. I think you got to go to you got to go to three hours now with all these guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot no. watch another hour of wrestling. I, I can't. I can't make it happen. Uh, men's tag team championship match. Uh, no, there's no titles in the line in any of these matches. I think it's just uh, just for yeah. bra- bragging rights. It's just clash of clash of the champions down under. <laughs> down under Survivor yeah. Series <laughs> at the beach. At the beach. Viking Raiders versus the New Day versus the Undisputed Era. The New Day won the tag team titles on last week's uh, or two weeks ago on SmackDown against the uh, the Revival. So they booted mm-hmm. them out of this match. So uh, uh, I'm I'm going to say Viking Raiders here. I'm going to say they want to put them over as kind of the new the new hotness and maybe bring out AOP to kind of like wreck shit after they win or something and set up a feud between those two. But uh, I think New Day is, you know, they don't need to win this match. And Undisputed Era is going to be licking their wounds from war games. So I'm going to go Viking Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go with New Day. I feel like they're going to go with the obvious choice here and just keep keep the titles on, on or not that it's for the titles, but I think they're just going to, I think, I think they're going to give it to New Day and let them have their moment. Okay, I like that. I maybe have mm-hmm. a. Uh, Xavier Woods make a little comeback or something. I know he's still still on the shelf, but uh, yep. Uh, Mid card championship. Uh, this is this might be this the match. One, I of feel the like night. this is like the yeah. That's exactly what I was about to say. This is like the dark horse. Like I feel like it's like one that we're kind of not overlooking per se, but it's just like I think we're all going to be like holy shit at the end of this match. I love all the memes of uh, people making fun of like Michael Cole if Nakamura wins and he's going to say the king of strong styles <laughs> get it beating strong I, and styles oh, that's, a, that's a Michael man. Cole joke if I ever heard one uh, that so definitely is AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong and this is uh, I think going to be a coming out party for Roderick Strong for people that haven't mm-hmm. seen him before uh, man he just uh, has such a, such an awesome style of wrestling uh, similar to the other two guys but uh I mean, I'm sure these guys have clashed at some point before uh, in the Indies or over in Japan, but uh, this is going to be an awesome, awesome match. What, what, what say you, Sheena? Um, I am going to go with. Damn, it's tough. All these matches I, are tough. I mean, there's no, yeah. there's no real rhyme. Like, there's no uh, reason one person. There's not titles in the line, so there's not like you know, there's reason. Yeah, they I can think do that's what they makes want. it. Yeah, I think that's what makes it a little bit tougher because sometimes you can kind of feel where they're going, like with the with the change of you know, the titles and stuff like that. Um, but since there's no titles on the line and it's literally just champion versus champion for like clout, 
it's really it's it makes it a little bit more tough. But I think I am going to go with AJ Styles. I'm going to go with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I, I considered it, but I was just like, you know what? I can't see it. I can't see it. But uh, yeah, AJ. AJ's my pick. Final answer. All right. Women's championship match. Becky Lynch versus Bailey versus Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Another tough one here. Uh, oh, God. Uh, they, they've had Shayna Baszler showing up on it almost every episode of SmackDown, I feel like, since uh, since this pay-per-view was announced. I got a weird feeling that Shayna Baszler is going to win here and just kind of solidify her as, you know, they're, it's, it's it's the women's division. People already know Bailey and, and Becky, Lynch, Becky Lynch. They want to solidify her as kind of the next big thing. And, uh, you know, she's been the champion there for what, over a year now. So Yeah, for sure. I could I could see Shayna winning this simply because um, if Team Rhea goes over the night before, um, this would still give Shayna that, like, bragging rights. You know what I mean? To kind of, like, and I think it could really set up her and her and Rhea in, in a proper way, you know? Yeah, I, I got to think Ronda Rousey's going to make an appearance here. It just makes too much sense. I mean, it would be super early, but uh, if they have been hinting at it, and it uh, it could happen. What uh, what do you think, Marco? Who's going to win here? I think Bailey has any chance. Um, I mean, if I'm the uh, if I'm the uh, wrestling guy, I might go. Oh, since they're skipping Bailey so much, she may be the one to win it because they're not mm-hmm. really paying attention to her. She might be like that dark horse of the uh, of the three. Um, but for some reason, I think they might go with, I think Becky might win. Yeah. She may pin Bailey. I don't think she's going to pin Shayna just to save face. Cause you know, yeah. is, you know, up and coming, mm-hmm. but I think Becky might pin Bailey since they're familiar with each other. So like that, so yeah, I think I'm going to go Becky. But one. Becky, but Becky and Shayna had that amazing face off. You know what I mean? I feel like it would it would be doing us a disservice if they did if one of them didn't go over the other. But maybe that's what they want. You know what I mean? Maybe they want us to keep that that ember burning. Um, but yeah, I was. I think those two are definitely the two to watch. I don't. I feel like. I mean, they may come out of left field and say Bailey, like Bailey, might win this thing, but. It's it's definitely going to be either Becky or Shayna. I mean, that's the only people they've really put any focus on. What, all right, the, so sorry. wait, hold on, Phil. Did you pick? Uh, who'd you pick? I, I picked Shayna Baszler, but also this could be the the perfect start to a uh, four horsewomen, women, and then you have Charlotte and you know Sasha come down and make the save. You already have Becky in the in the ring. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean this this could be. I mean, I know we're already that that would be a perfect Survivor Series match, but I mean, hell. Can make that a Royal Rumble match or something leading, you know, give you a little bit of a, a storyline before you get into like a one-on-one match for all these titles. Uh, I think would be pretty cool. So I'm sure they're going to do that at some point. I mean, with with all these girls uh, or ladies, I should say, you know, in the prime of their career now, you don't know what's going to happen with injuries, and you know, if if uh, Ronda wants to start a family eventually, I think you need to do that sooner than later. It's not going to happen, so we'll see. What are we going to say, Marco? Oh no! I was gonna say, did uh, Sheena? Did you pick someone? Um, yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Shayna. Okay, I got we both got Shayna on that universal mm-hmm. universal championship match just announced last week. The Fiend defending against Daniel Bryan. Um, the, I'm picking the Fiend for this. I don't think that there's no way like yeah. they're gonna let him lose against Daniel Bryan. 
Yeah, it'll be a good match, but I think the Fiend yeah. will go over too. And same thing with this WWE Championship match. Lesnar against Mysterio. I'm sure he'll get close. Um, yeah, well, there's there's a new stipulation on uh, on this match. There's like no, it's like, yeah, it's like um, it's a no disqualifications, no holds barred. So my prediction is that um, Kane Vel- we see Kane Velasquez come back. I, I can totally see him coming in and interfering with this match, and potentially. You know, putting right this is this is for the championship, right? This is a yeah, I like yeah. actual, yeah. So yeah, so I think um, I could see them getting Kane involved and Ray walking out of there as the champion. I think Kane will come and tear the door off the cage. And <laughs> That's gonna be Kane Velasquez. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say here? Um, there's why are they called no holds barred when there's no holds barred in wrestling anymore? Just call it no disqualification. Didn't Bubba Ray say that today on his show? It's like, come on! What that doesn't make any sense? There's no, there's no holes barred. In it wrestling just, anymore. it just sounds, it just sounds good. It's like an 80s. Uh, yeah, it does. Sound good, yeah. Um, interesting match, and and I don't know if they want to give Rey Mysterio one more shot in the sun here before he rides out into retirement. But um, it w- it would make sense, and then you could have something for Brock to do against uh, Kane Velasquez a little bit. Yeah. Yep, I could, I could see that playing out that way. Um, so yeah, I am gonna go with the underdog, even though this match doesn't really get me that excited. And I'm gonna go take a risk here and wow. go Rey Mysterio. This could, be, this could be a deciding match. This I'm could a, be. Uh, I know. <laughs> man, I want that title. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the safe pick and say Brock Lesnar. Here. What do you What do you guys think about the Universal Championship going going blue? The Blue Universal Championship. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was underwhelmed. I, I, I'm not even gonna lie. You know, I, I, when he initially was like, "I'm gonna do a title change," and then he came out and he had his side plates. I was like, "Well, yeah, but everybody does that." You know what I mean? Like he showed the Universal title with his, with his, um, uh, side plates. Um, but when he like did his little magic trick and just turned it blue, I was like, "That's very unfiend like." Like, why does the fiend care? about brand recognition you know what i mean like it just kind of seemed like whack yeah i mean obviously it couldn't stay red if they're gonna be i mean it it does fit the character a little bit for it to stay red but you know if it's on if it's on smackdown now permanently uh, i guess it would be blue but they're not going to make the wd championship red are they no they should have just done they should have just done it with like a black strap and a white like back plate or something you know what i mean they should have just made it like the opposite kind of like with uh you know, of the WWE championship, you know, I yeah. just feel like the red and blue straps. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's not my favorite thing for sure. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're going to look back on it. Like, you know, 20 years mm-hmm. from now, and it's going to be like, this is stupid. Why do they do I this? know. And I had, I, I literally the same day that that happened, I had just gotten in my, uh, universal title my jack's universal title from ringside i was like oh cool i get i finally get in the red title to match all my other titles and now it's blue oh, that's well, that's a first world problem there if you guys ever heard one that's but true it, do, it does suck though i mean you know i remember like ordering ravens jerseys and the guy gets traded like two months later like god damn it oh yeah yeah you gotta go with those you gotta go with those like tried and true Lewis, guys you know what i mean Lewis, yeah, yeah. How about shout, shout out to the Ravens, though. Eight and two, baby. Super Bowl Super Bowl bound, right? Well, yeah, whatever. Super Bowl's in Miami this year if you guys want to come. I got a, I got a place we can stay. You know what else is in Miami? Uh, not, not WrestleMania. That's in Tampa. 
No. What? Close. Bash at the beach. Oh, oh, what a segue by Sheena Phelps. Yeah. Hey, that's what I'm here for. AEW announcing uh, they're going to have Bash at the Beach in January, which is not uh, not the summertime. But uh, it is cool that they're bringing up a... uh, you know, uh, a, a name that people know. It's a good brand, for, you know, old AC, old WCW pay-per-view. But it's just going to be like a normal episode of Dynamite, right? It's not going to be like a special yeah, it's, event? Yeah, it's, it's not a special pay-per-view as far as I know. Um, it's so funny because we had been talking about, like, you know, the summer pay-per-views besides SummerSlam for WWE are, like, always so, like, lame anyway. You know what I mean? Like, they always have those, like, weird names, like, you know, Great Balls of Fire and, like, all those weird shit. Um, and I was like, why don't they just bring back Bash at the Beach to lead up to, you know, um, SummerSlam? You know, wouldn't that be perfect? And then, of course... They never did, and AEW does it, but now AEW does it in January. I'm like, you guys, like, there's nothing like coming off of two months of holiday gluttony that makes you feel like you want to bash at the beach. You know what I mean? Like, let's 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 put it in an appropriate month. Yeah, I like the June or July. The throwback to it, you know, the logo looks cool, but make it make it a number one, make it a pay per view because why just waste it? Uh, you know, you, you don't have any you, all your pay per view names suck anyway. They're all in or all out or double or nothing or, you know, now you have like exactly. you purchased this uh, trademark for for a reason. Why not just why not give it a proper event? You know, make it make it a uh, make it a pay per view and put it in the summertime. You know, market it better. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be a fine <laughs> episode of Dynamite or however the hell they they do this. But um, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny that they. They announced Bash at the Beach, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then um, I was like, "Oh, wait, in January?" Like it just—it just was not resonating in my brain. I was like, "This is so weird." But yeah, I guess—I mean, I guess in Miami, it never really gets that cold, so it really doesn't matter. You can bash the beach whenever the hell you want to. So, yeah, Marco brought up a good point before the before we started the show. There was a whole list of uh, copyrights that AEW filed, and one was for the name Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, that was big news. Um, Somebody actually posted it in our Patreon page. I didn't get a chance to read the article. But yeah, apparently, as far as I know, um, Cody Rhodes has acquired, or I guess AEW, or I don't know if it's Cody or AEW um, specifically, but they acquired the name Dusty Rhodes, which... I mean, is a WWE entity as far as I know. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know how he came about getting that or, you know, if if WWE just agreed to let him have it. I don't know. But I can't imagine what this means for, like, the future of, like, you know, the Dusty Rhodes Classic, um, the like, action figures, all these things that are, like, you know, marketed with Dusty's moniker. Like, what what's, what's that going to mean for that, you know? I got to think they... You know, WWE probably allowed him to use it or gave it to him or sold it to him because if you notice on Dynamite last week, they a couple of people referred to him as Cody Rhodes, which I think someone said somewhere on I think on Twitter that he actually got that copyright a while ago and he just didn't want to you know have to use it have to use that name because he's you know he's been able to build the name Cody by himself without having to mm-hmm. use the Rhodes name, but um, that that is cool. I mean, it also shows that the WWE is. Now, willing to work with them, I guess a little bit, maybe if you, if you think about it. But uh, you wouldn't know that. But if you saw, if you were on Twitter last night with the uh, the amount of shit talking going back and forth between uh, the millionaire owners of the companies. Oh my gosh, freaking! Are you talking about the Randy Orton situation with Tony Khan? Yeah, Tony Khan responded back <laughs> to a tweet from CM Punk about something, and and Tony Khan made a reference to the Saudi Arabia 
Saudi Arabia plane situation. Yeah, he said, CM Punk said something like, you know, no one is safe. Um, He was talking about, you know, like he's on on this next episode of uh, WWE or SmackDown backstage or whatever the hell that show is called. Um, He was talking about like, you know, he's going to bring it all to the table like no one is safe. And Tony Khan said, yeah, sounds like a plane full of superstars in Saudi Arabia. (laughs) This is a stupid ass joke for a millionaire to be making, but... You know, what, whatever. I mean, uh, the, the 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 whole problem I have with AEW is that they continue to take these stupid shots. And when when CM Punk was just basically like, you know, he included him on the tweet because I think CM Punk's really gonna, you know, fire from the hip. He he works for for Fox, and we we didn't we touched on at the beginning of the show, but but I think it bears repeating. CM Punk is is back, which is insane. We never thought that would would happen. And he comes back on just a, a, a random show that the WWE is putting on FS1 at 11 o'clock at night on a, t- on a Tuesday. And I mean, yeah. do, you, do you think this is going to ruin his pop when he comes out to you know a Raw or SmackDown or a pay-per-view? Or do you think it's still going to be be huge? Because, I mean, he, he literally walked out and there was no audience. It was just uh, an empty studio and you know four or five people in the ring clapping for him. It just, yeah. felt, I mean, it was cool, but it just felt kind of like this should have been bigger. Like, dude, I, I feel like, I feel like they like forfeited what could have been one of like the greatest pops in like WWE history. If they had just brought him back at like a rumble situation or even, you know, like, um, like even post mania, you know what I mean? Like the, the, um, the raw after mania or something like, I feel like they, it was just so anticlimactic, I guess is the word I want to use because it like, I just feel like we've waited so long and there's been so much speculation for years. And, you know, I don't even really care. Like to me, like I don't seeing CM Punk come back and, you know, fight in a WWE ring. Like, I mean, it's cool. I, I, I'm there for it. I will watch it, but it, it's not like something I was like hanging on to, you know, with bated breath waiting for CM Punk to return. Um, but I, I'm telling you, I would have popped if he had come back at some sort of like major, major event. And everybody's like, oh, well, he because he doesn't want to work with WWE. He's working with Fox. And I'm like, you guys are such freaking marks. If you think for one freaking second that he hasn't like thought about or negotiated something with WWE and WWE is not going to let him represent them you know what I mean? Without some sort of like agreement. You yeah, know what I mean? Gonna I mean he's not going to be able to trash WWE or, you know, whatever. Yeah. He may not be like, quote unquote, employed with WWE, but he is on a WWE show. Right? Like, I mean, let's let's be clear here. He's not on. He's not talking about real sports. He's talking about sports entertainment, specifically WWE. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see where they go with this. But, uh, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, obviously, it's awesome to have him back in the fold now. Um, and I think he will end up wrestling. I don't know when it will happen. but uh, Oh, he's definitely going to end up wrestling. Like, if you've listened to anything that that's come out in the last, like, week or even before that, um, think about Punk, like, right after he left WWE and, like, all that stuff was happening. I mean, how, like, bitter he sounded and how just, like um, – how against the company he was and all that stuff. 
And then now he's like, he's like a, a softer version of himself. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like his stance has kind of like loosened up a little bit and his stance has kind of like softened up a little bit. Um, he's like, oh, I'll talk to anybody. You know, they're like, well, would you talk to Vince McMahon or Triple H if they called you? And he's like, well, I would talk to anybody. Whereas I feel like the old CM Punk would have been like, you know, hell no, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it gets to a point where like you, you only have a certain window of like being able to come back and be relevant. You know, if if him and AJ Lee want to start a, a family and, and, you know, have kids and stuff, I mean, this is like your time to like make some money, dude. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's much as much as you want to be like on your high horse. Like, you know, what else is he doing? He's he's in a movie or two here and there. He, he tried his hand at, yes. at MMA and wasn't successful. And, you know, that's nothing against him. That's a tough, tough, you know, field to get into. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. I'm, I'm never going to I'm never going to doubt. Like, I'm never going to say anything bad about him trying to, you know, fight in, in freaking UFC. Like, I, you know, I, I would never have the balls to freaking do that. I, I wouldn't even have the balls to get in the freaking WWE ring with most people, much less like a freaking UFC ring. So the fact that he even trained to do that and like had enough balls to do it, like he's got he's got my respect for that. But I just feel like everybody likes to talk shit and do all this, but I'm like, guys, if the bag, if the bag is big enough, people will come back. Like the, all these, uh, I mark my words, all these people that are saying right now that they're never going back to Saudi Arabia. If freaking Vince McMahon rolls up that Brinks truck to their freaking driveway. What, I mean, do you think they're going to say no? The fact that Bret Hart ever came back after all that shit. I mean, that means anyone exactly. would come back. You know what I mean? Like that's, exactly. that was like the ultimate, like, this dude is never coming back. To, and he, if he ever sees Vince McMahon, he's going to rip his head off. Uh, no, he's just in a ring with him, just doing a slapstick angle with him. So, yeah, you know, for time, sure. Time heals all wounds, as they say. Um, I, I don't want to get too much into Raw and SmackDown. If there was anything that we should talk about, um, we still have we still have a go home SmackDown on Friday night, which is nice now. Before pay per views, we have that. show. Oh yeah, like, I like totally sh- I totally overlooked the fact that we still have SmackDown coming up on Friday. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I mean it's cool that we have that show like right before to kind of really get you pumped for the pay per view a couple of days before and, and kind of like rehash everything. Um, so uh, yeah, nothing nothing too remarkable happened on Raw. I would say. But um, yeah, so there was there was a really good um, what was the match? Um, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Didn't Kevin Owens and uh, Drew McIntyre? No, it wasn't Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre. It was what am I thinking of? It was Kevin Owens and um, I can't remember. Who cares? I mean, who who I mean, who really cares? It didn't even end, the match didn't even end. It was just oh no, it was it was Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre ended in a no contest. See, okay, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares. No, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... I didn't I, I didn't care enough to commit it to memory. So, um, the only thing I took away from that is uh, Triple H trying to get him to uh, join NXT, which ended up being a big a big freaking schmoz. But um, we got lots of figure news to get to. So I say yeah. we get into our go figure segment. Let's do it. Oh, it's that time of night, baby. It's our Go Figure segment. My favorite part of the show, your favorite part of the show. It's where myself and Sheena and Marco Denton talk about our weekly purchases, whether it be wrestling figures, whether it be memorabilia, whether it be a new chair to sit on while you record your podcast. 
the floor. Yeah, no, I I did I did. That was my one of my biggest purchases of the week. I was about to go out and buy a new like a. I've been sitting on a folding chair for like three months, and I was like, man, I'm gonna go buy like a nice computer chair. And uh, my I, I go on. I was just scrolling through Facebook, and my neighbor, literally right next door to me, is selling like a a nice like you know computer chair. Like eh, it doesn't fit in my office anymore. I'm just selling it for twenty bucks. I was like, whoop, all right, I'll take it. So uh, save me a little bit of money there. But, in the uh, words of in the words of Pam Beasley, is it one that goes? Oh, of course, it goes all the way down, all the way down. Uh, I <laughs> nice. Got, I got a nice package from one Sheena Phelps here that uh, yeah. I opened up. I got um, some from our our good buddies at um, Ringside Collectibles. If you use code Chick Foley, you get ten percent off. And they're actually I just saw on their website today when I was doing some research for the show. They already have their Thanksgiving sale up there. I don't know if that's going to be the same as their Black Friday sale, but um, check it out. I think it was, yeah, I think the last I looked, it was, uh, I think it was just 10% as of right now for their Thanksgiving sale they have going on right now, but I'm sure they'll have some really good stuff. Oh, yeah. Turkey 10. Turkey 10. Yeah, hitting for Black Friday. So um, keep your peepers peeled. Keep your peepers peeled. I got, Sheena (laughs) Phelps sent me the, Series seventy two Batista and Velveteen Dream, and uh, I'm with I'm with I'm with you. I really like the bigger front to these, mm-hmm. where they have they have the name down the bottom, and it's just a, a bigger plastic front to them. I'm not a fan of the, uh, the 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 cut in on the side where the box is kind of not not like a perfect ninety degree angle, but that's just because I'm uh, anal retentive. Uh, <laughs> you also sent me the WrestleMania Booker T. And uh, the McFoley, which are really nice. I love the packaging yeah. on those two. They look pretty cool. Um, I see that someone at the post office stole the Danny Davis uh, parts from there. But uh, those assholes! Deal. I know. I can't believe it. What and, the hell is wrong with those people? And the best part of the shipment is the Storm Collectibles. All three Hulk Hogan's here. I already already committed the. Uh, the American made one to my good buddy Double Click Figs from uh, that I went to uh, Full Gear with, but the other two are staying here with me. I think I'm going to do a giveaway for a, a couple of these, so stay tuned there. But uh, thank you to our friends at, at Ringside Collectibles. If you want to see an unboxing, check out Sheena's Instagram. She put a video up there last week uh, unboxing these and uh, many more figures, so uh, check those mm-hmm. out. Um, and I also bought, uh, I think it was, ooh, was it Saturday or Sunday? The Survivor Series figures went live again on the Walmart website, which, uh, Walmart nice. website, maybe the most goddamn annoying website, uh, in the history of websites. Uh, uh <clears throat> did you forget spheres? Forget what? Sears. Sphere? Spheres? See. Sears. Oh, oh my Sears. god! Oh god! I've blocked Sears out of my out of my memory. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, no. But yeah, Walmart had uh, the Don Morocco and the Alicia Fox, and I, at some point they had all four of them go live. But I picked up the Alicia Fox and the Don Morocco and had them sent to my local Walmart to to avoid the shipping. So hopefully they they get sent there. I'm 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 looking at the shipping every couple hours to make sure they're on their way. Look like they are. So. Um, I don't know if those are ever going to hit the stores, guys. Um, the, the last year's Survivor Series figures didn't really. They ended up at Ollie's and, and Big Lots and all that kind of shit. So uh, I, I got a feeling this Don Morocco is going to be a hard figure to find for people. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people with that on their wish list. So obviously he didn't he didn't show up <laughs> a lot of places. So yeah, I don't foresee these being like, you know, just all of a sudden just showing up on pegs because they've been out for a while. 
and Survivor Series is less than a week away. So at this point, True. they're probably like punting on it. Like, oh, we messed this up. Like, Screw it. I can't believe, like, it's just amazing to me. Before I got into really collecting figures, before we started this podcast, I would have never thought that they would have this many problems. But like, what, what, like, what happens there? I would love to talk. I don't even want to talk to Bill McKenna. I want to talk to somebody from Mattel that handles like the the distribution and like you know kind of like where things get shipped to and just be like there's got to be a warehouse full of these things like how Mattel is a huge company i'm sure they make mm-hmm. thousands of figures you know i mean like where are they all like why are they not out to stores being sold and and making money on like somebody um somebody i've i follow on instagram just posted that they have this like big Mattel like tent sale um and you can go and like i mean literally they had like I mean, hundreds of like Uso figures that were like marked down to like $8, like elite figures um, and like all of like the rings and accessories and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it was like, it was like a big, like, like the sale tent just loaded with like WWE Mattel merch. Yeah. They have a store out in Cali. I forget where it is, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's probably where they all are. They're just kind of waiting with, uh, with cobwebs all over them so um those were my pickups of the week here and uh thank you to sheena and thank you to ringside collectibles for those and uh sheena you got some stuff from ringside uh just was that today they got there yesterday yeah we got the figure arts um figures which are actually pretty cool you know it's it's definitely not something that um i was thinking of adding to my collection but i was really excited to get to get them in hand and get to like see them you know up close and personal they're they're not in the mattel elite scale they're small they're a smaller scale figure and they kind of is just like a one-off series they did like a bunch of legends they did triple h stone cold the rock Kane, undertaker um they're by bandai so um they're really cool they're like they're almost like mini ultimate figures so like you know if you know the the mattel ultimate figures like they come with the multiple head scans and like all the accessories and stuff they're they're very very similar to those the face scans look incredible um but it they're just they're just smaller scale than like our normal our normal elite figures so i'm super excited i'll be unboxing those tomorrow during aew and and NXT, so make sure you tune into uh, Instagram Live because I'll be I'll be giving you guys an up close and personal look at those. So we got all five of those, and what else? Oh, we got Elite Thirteen Edge. The heel has been ordered Elite Thirteen Edge, and we got he got the Trish Stratus pop, which I was surprised because I thought like I mean to me that's like the most generic WWE pop that they've come out with so far. But he was like I don't know. He's like the completionist in me just couldn't hand couldn't handle like not having, huh. you know. <laughs> Couldn't handle not having the Trish Stratus pop, so he got that. And I think those those were our only two pickups of the week besides the the figure arts. Very nice, Marco. What uh, what did you pick up, dude? I uh, picked up a couple of things at the uh, Barron Wasteland, known as Target. Um, <laughs> well, my Target anyway. Um, they started putting out like some of the some of the basics, which I don't buy at all. So like the first ever. Basics I bought was the uh, I call the Slim Jim uh, Ultimate Warrior because it's pretty much what he like the same kind of gear he's wearing in the uh, the Ultimate mm-hmm. Warrior. I think Phil, you picked that up with the uh, it's probably one of the best face scans I've ever seen on a basic. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh um, uh, yeah, so the uh, so the Slim Jim Warrior um, as well as the um, just because it's like a a history making thing was the uh, I picked up the basics for. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks. Um, the match that they had in Abu Dhabi, the first ever women's match, mm. more just because of the significance. Um, I picked up, like I said, I don't really buy basics, but I figured that they just 
appeared okay. out of nowhere and I was like the, the chick basics the chick basics are different though we we don't collect basics as a rule but we we do have a lot of the the female basics because yeah, yeah. um ba- especially back in the day like before they changed the the body style I mean they had elite articulation on the the basic female figures now it's a little bit different like they don't have the the ab crunch anymore but um yeah you, I mean you gotta you gotta pick up the the basic females so yeah definitely and um uh, besides that, besides actually physically picking up, mostly pre-ordering. So like Kyrie Sane, I finally did because I was that was one actually one of my wish list items was a Kyrie Sane, and it looks pretty amazing. I think it's probably one of the best ones out of that set. I'm not really impressed with like the that whole series seventy three. Yeah, besides like the Daniel Bryan, that's yeah. the only other one. That series is a little bit lacking, but yeah, that Kyrie Sane is freaking awesome. The Alistair Black in that series is really freaking dope too. Like it's even though I love, love, love the NXT Alistair Black, I really like the vest with like the spiked shoulders and everything on the the Alistair Black from that series. So um, I think we'll definitely be picking that up. And I love the the Kyrie Sane for sure. Oh, yeah. and I got um, I forgot. Marco, I have to interject. I can't. I don't think I talked about it last week because I don't think I had gotten them last week. But um, Marco sent me the second pack of holiday gremlins that I was looking for. So I'll be setting up oh, my nice. gremlins. I know my gremlins Christmas display uh, sometime this weekend. Get it, get it popping. So I'm super, super excited. Those are by NECA, um, and they have them at Target and Walmart and wherever you can find NECA figures. But they're like holiday two packs, and they're super awesome. You said get get it popping. Get it, get it popping. <laughs> okay, Marco, I need I need that sound clip too, Mark. I mean, uh, Zach, get. give me that. Get it popping. Okay. Um, you guys want to go down to the mall? Yeah, let's get it popping, baby. Let's get it popping. Yeah, let's go. Oh my that. God, where who? Somebody says somebody says get it popping. Oh, I'm I'm ashamed to even oh, admit no. this. this is a Bravo oh, I know. Show or something. It is a Bravo show. Oh, how, how did I know? How did you know? It's a uh, on Vanderpump Rules. There's a character called Lala, and she says, "Let's get it popping." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, pre-orders are up for uh, Elite seventy four. Oh, sorry, Marco, were you? Do you sell more stuff? Uh, no, that's that's pretty much okay. it. I uh, that was that was all done. I was just gonna say uh, that is a Nelly song as well. I uh, oh, get it popping. That's, that's what she's probably thinking of. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elite seventy four is now up for pre order along with Elite seventy three, and Elite seventy four is Finn Balor uh, with the uh, soft goods uh, black leather jacket, and we also have a uh, AJ Styles, which a lot of people have been wanting an AJ Styles figure. Finally, we get one. Uh, a Goldberg with his mouth open, which um, is pretty generic. We have an Andrade, which is pretty cool. Has the uh, the luchador mask and the black and yellow. Uh, we have a Lince Dorado with a pinata for some reason. A pinata. <laughs> I love I love the pinata. That's what that's. Yeah, a little, a little bit. No, he they the Lucha House Party carries a piñata to the ring. Oh, I know, Sheena. I know that's why he has it. I'm just saying the actual reason for him holding a piñata in in any form is somewhat Oh, racist. well yeah. I mean, yeah. Ooh, I mean, yeah. they could they could totally have him like come with a freaking pop-up taco stand too and it wouldn't be any 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 less any less racist. But yeah, I was like I was like, "What do you mean? You've never seen the piñata on um, you know, WWE TV. And uh, last but not least, the master of the sharpshooter, Natalia. So uh, those are all master up. master of the double sharpshooter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she gets the double shooter. Yeah, they both. Uh, so that's uh, that's an interesting set. I really, really, really like that Natalia, just because I'm working on my my women's collection. The rest mm-hmm. of these, I don't really have any kind of strong preference one way or another. 
Uh, the Finn Balor is only kind of cool because of that soft goods jacket. But uh, what do you what do you think of this set, Sheena? I think I'm definitely going to get uh, the Andrade because that figure is made. She comes with the the mask in hand, so it's like an accessory that he has in his hand, and then he also comes with a mask like that he can wear, like a you know that covers oh, cool. his covers his face. So you get both, which is super cool. I'm definitely getting the Lince Dorado because I want all the Lucha House Party. I love all those figures, um, and the Natalia's good, but man, her her first like her basic figure is like very similar and it's like one of the best, I think one of the best Natalia figures that we've gotten. So I don't know. It's going to be a hard, hard decision on whether I, whether we pick up Natty or not, but yeah, the, the Finn, the AJ and the Goldberg are, are probably definite passes for me on in that series. Yeah. Uh, the Andrade is a thousand times better than that NXT elite that they came out with a couple months ago, mm-hmm. which was just super boring. Uh, I think this one is, is a much better upgrade to that. So yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, I guess people are clamoring for AJ Styles figures. I mean, they, they're very similar. All of them are very similar. So um, they are. I, I just, I, I swear, the only figure that I ever see at Target, I feel like, is AJ Styles. It's that top, pick, like that top picks with the big one on the shirt. That is on every. Or, that is the new Tito Santana because they probably yeah. get five thousand of them. <laughs> The ones that I'm seeing, uh, if anyone, need, if any of our uh, our listeners want the uh, Survivor Series, no, not the Survivor Series, the Network Spotlights with the Jinder Mahal and the Oscar and the and the Diesel, those are at all of my stores now. So if anybody needs, yeah, those, uh, I've started, I've started seeing those too. Yeah, I got to think Walmart and Target are kind of they they're probably getting in a bunch of stuff for you know a week from now. It's going to be pretty crazy uh, i'm sure black friday shopping and beyond they're gonna have the pegs pretty full hopefully oh yeah i've been i've been in a few targets this week and um they've had pallets and pallets of toys that they were just like putting out i mean just like so 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 much merch and this is the most full that i've ever seen um walmart pegs and target pegs a lot of elite 70 showing up a lot of like you said the network spotlight obviously you got the top picks tons of basics um so i feel like that's that's really what i'm seeing out there um we saw elite 75 what do you think about that series? I feel like that Mandy, oh God, that Mandy Rose figure is, um, she's she's a little too sexy for an action figure, don't you think? Like the the like the action figure is like very um, seductive looking. Yeah, no, I mean I, I I agree with you there. I think she in person is just like you know it's hard to make her. Uh, not look sexy, even in even in figure form. But uh, true. Do, do we know the full the full set of Elite seventy five, or are all those ones it, they showed at the uh, what's it what the UK like wrestling show? I I tweeted a bunch of the pictures last week. I think I'll, all I've seen is Pete Dunne, Hurricane, and Mandy, but I don't know about who else is going to round out the the series seventy five. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the Mandio is definitely going to be a pickup for me, but yeah, it's almost like a like a sexy Barbie doll. Look. I know. I, I feel like I know. And I feel like, um, you know, like I don't have any problem with the figure, obviously. I mean, like you said, I mean, if you're making a sculpture of Mandy, I mean, she's going to look amazing because she looks amazing in person. But like I see all these guys and like on all the figure forums and like in the comment section of like, like people posting the picture and they're like, ooh, so sexy. I'm like, ooh, what are you going to oh, do with geez. this doll? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to. Actually, did you see the uh, quads on, her, on that figure that people were pointing that out to her? Her legs are super muscular. I'm not oh, sure if you no. noticed that at all. I did People, not notice. Yeah, take a look at the picture if you. Uh, let me see if I can find it. If you, if you find oh it before God. me, but yeah, the the quads are pretty detailed and 
Yeah, they're big. They're like, oh, yeah, look at those striations, baby. <laughs> so, so sexy. But, yeah, her face, like, yeah, she looks like like a, a Barbie doll and Bratz doll, like, like mixed together with a WWE action figure. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't even want to know all the perverted things that all these figure marks are going to do with their, their Mandy Rose dolls. Yeah, it sounds like Mandy is not going to be a, uh, a store exclusive. She will be a mainline uh, superstar. Um, that was asked by one of our followers on Twitter to uh, Mr. Action Figure Attack. So uh, that's that's nice. good to know. Yeah. So uh, if you guys have any figures lying around, or if you uh, any deals coming up for Black Friday, we're still doing our holiday toy drive. Um, it is going on until probably about the 10th or 11th of December is the last days you want to be able to get stuff to us. It's a uh, Chick-fil-A toy drive PO box 3203 Catonsville, Maryland 21228. The address is pinned to the top of our Twitter account. Uh, it doesn't have to be wrestling toys. Any kind of, uh, unopened toy will do. They will be going to, uh, toys for tots at, uh, Jimmy's famous seafood annual holiday event. Uh, last year they filled up like four or five 18 wheelers full of toys for the kids here in Baltimore. So we're hoping to uh, make an addition to that. So uh, check that out there. Yeah, we uh, we saw the um, the anvil was was shown in a little more detail for that Elite 74. That is going to be the store exclusive for that series. Uh, that looks really nice. And we saw the basic 105, which is uh, a page NXT our uh, Truth Lars Sullivan, which I. I completely forgot he existed, and a Ronda Rousey and uh, her her in ring gear, which is the chase mm-hmm. too. So a pretty decent set of basic figures. Yeah, I think um, the the figure news that I was most excited about this past week was um, all the Funko Pops that came out. Did you guys get a chance to look through all those and see all the new Funkos that are coming out? I mean, we had the Fiend, which I pre ordered. It's an Amazon exclusive, so I went ahead and pre ordered that. It looks freaking dope. Um, there is a new freaking Hulk Hogan Walmart exclusive pop. I feel like that one's going to be really hard to find. Um, there are two Naomi's. There is um, there's a glow. There's a chase version of Naomi that glows in the dark. Since we never got our glow in the dark Naomi action figure, um, and then there's like a standard version that's just painted neon green. We got Diesel. Um, what else? And then Diesel's got a chase, like an NWO, uh, <laughs> a chase figure as well. Gene, Gene Okerlund, we got a Miz, and then we got a Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena pop. I, I'm trying really hard not to get into the pop vinyl, uh, game. It's, it's really getting tough now because, uh, I don't know. It's, they're, they're, they're so easy to collect, it feels like. And uh, especially being a hardcore wrestling fan and then seeing the ones like all the Michael Scott office ones and like it's just, mm-hmm. a, it's just a slippery slope. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna, well, I'm that's gonna that's the thing with Yeah, that's the thing with us is like we, you know, we have um, we just need one of each, I think, which is why Heel Husband got the, the Trish. We're going to get one of each new character. We're not like because I mean, there's so many different chase variants and like, you know, repaints and things like that for for current guys. Um we have both Bret Hart's. We have both Seth Rollins's. We have um, the NWO Hogan that came with uh, the WWE 2K. Uh, so we have a couple of repeats, but we're like, we're trying to really just stay like, you know, just as when a new character comes out, we'll get that. Marcos just sent us the picture of the Mandy Rose Elite, and it does look, 
I mean, as far as if I was a action figure, I would have sex with this Mandy Rose figure. It looks very, very sexy. Oh my god, you know, I've watched a, a I've human. watched too much Toy Story. I can I can only imagine like all, all oh the god. other all the other toys are going to be like clamoring yeah. over Mandy Rose when she gets in the collection. Uh, I do want to add something. I was I had this uh, uh, money in my PayPal account, so I went on and and ordered a ultimate not an ultimate edition, the defining moments. Ultimate Warrior, which has been on my wish list for quite a while, and it was at a great price. But the uh, the seller had no feedback whatsoever, no positive. They had never sold anything on eBay, so I put the question out to people on Twitter, like, "Hey, would you would you buy from someone that has no uh, eBay you know, feedback?" And they was like, "Yeah, it's not a problem. eBay will cover you. Uh, it's just you know, I would be more worried if somebody was buying something from you that didn't have anything." You know, so I was like, okay, I bought it, and of course, the person never sent me anything, never responded to any of my messages. Uh, so oh. now I, yeah, so so PayPal has got me in sort of, sort of claim where after in a couple more days, if they don't respond, uh, yeah, they'll pay- release PayPal the hook you up. Yeah, yeah, it's just pay- like it's annoying. I mean, going forward, my advice to people would be: there's so much stuff on eBay. If you if you see someone that doesn't have any kind of feedback, just just keep walking. You know? Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth the hassle of trying to to get you know, like you said. I mean, PayPal will take care of you, and like m- most of the time, uh, eBay and PayPal they side with the buyer. So you know, you're protected, but it's just like a pain in the ass to have to file a claim, wait for them to contact the seller, wait for the seller to like respond back, even if they do, because they have to give them a certain amount of time, and then for them to release the payment back to you. Like, yeah, just go with tried and true people who got like good. Good feedback and lots of it. Or you could join our Patreon group and get access to our Facebook where you can buy and sell with people that are actually trustworthy and uh, won't rake you over the coals on prices. So Yeah, I actually just yeah. picked up um, a few figures for some of our guys this week. Um, I got um, Alan, a, uh, a Johnny Gargano figure, and then I got Josh Drake, a... Um, what? Oh, an EC3. So, oh, yeah. very nice. That EC3 is yeah. hard to find. Yeah, it's it's nice. been showing up in a few of my stores, so I'm stoked to send it out to him. Very nice. Cool, cool. Yeah, uh, next week, um, well, I'm sure we will have a man, Thanksgiving is next week, but we will do a full, as best we can, a full Black Friday sales uh, preview with all the websites that we know. Uh, I'm sure Walmart and Target will have their sales coming out. Ringside will have theirs posted. So I know there's a big sale going on right now at Pro Wrestling Tees. That that's actually running for I think a couple of weeks. So if you want to pick, yeah, up- it's like a it's like a tiered sale. Like I think they have like different different um, categories of merchandise are on sale at different times and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely check out what they got going on because they got a lot of good stuff going on over there. For sure, yeah. Any orders? This is going from the twenty second of November to December first. Any you get twenty percent off everything, twenty five percent off AEW stuff. Forty uh, percent off any pro wrestling T logo merch, and then any orders over one hundred fifty dollars, you get free shipping. Any orders on the first day, on the twenty second, you get three wrestling collectibles from Pro Wrestling Crate, and any orders over a hundred dollars, you get a free signed eight by ten by a wrestling superstar. So, uh, pretty pretty good little sale there going on at uh, prowrestlingtees.com, and you can get our Chick Foley gear there as well. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll have some cool uh, insight next week into some more, more stuff and more sales. Let's get into our random merch of the week. I don't know where the hell you found this thing. Uh, I'm super super excited about this. I kind of like nerded out whenever I whenever I saw it because you guys know I'm totally into 
like health and fitness and working out and lifting weights and doing all the things. And I found on eBay, um, it looks very homemade, um, but it is a Davy Boy Smith British Bulldog workout DVD. Um, it's got a picture of, I don't think it's actually like Matilda on the front, but um, it's, it's as the British Bulldogs basic bodybuilder workout. And the description on the back says the British Bulldogs basic bodybuilder teaches you the techniques to use in the gym to sculpt tone and build your muscles pro wrestler Davy boy Smith and Diana Hart Smith take you through their three-day program step-by-step developed by Davy boy Smith using 20 years of weight training experience an excellent program for anyone wanting to look and feel great from beginners to experienced bodybuilders men and women plus Get up close and personal with the British Bulldog and his wife, Diana, in a one-on-one interviews. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and look at the making of a wrestling legend. Um, <laughs> this, this, um, it's in a CD case, you know, it's like a DVD, but it, it's like a pictures of him lifting weights and pictures of him with his family and stuff on the back. Like I said, it looks very like he, like, printed it off, like, at home on his computer or had, like, a very, it's 50 minutes long. So, can you imagine, you get, you get three days worth of workouts and all those interviews in a span of 50 minutes. So you're, wow. you're really going to, you're really going to learn a lot from the British bulldog. Um, and yeah. I mean, we, we all know that, I mean, that's probably all he did to get his, his muscular physique, right? Oh, was yeah. just, that's, I was going to say, yeah. How much of it is like <laughs> sticking a needle on your butt? You know, I don't want to speak <laughs> ill of the dead, but uh, yeah, he, was, he no. was one of my favorites back in the day, man. He was, he was pretty awesome. Dude, the British Bulldog is amazing. Like, this takes nothing away from from the British Bulldog um, as a wrestling performer. But I mean, come on, dude. Like, you're, you know, I mean, I guess back then it was what it was. It was it was in the era of like, you know, Jack LaLanne and you know, freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger and all of those. Like, he was just trying to he was just trying to cash in on what he had, and he had his physique and. Uh, yeah, I wonder how many of these, how many copies of these he sold. Because you can, the starting bid for this is thirteen dollars. So, oh wow, wonder who's yeah for wonder who's for thirteen dollars. Um, it's it's coming from Milton, Vermont. So I don't know if any Bulldogs family is in Milton, Vermont, or how they acquired this this DVD. How would you even get something like that back in the day? Like, I wonder when this. I wonder if it's got a date on it when it came out. Because, like, did they mail it? You know, like it wasn't like they bought it online. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So yeah, um, pretty pretty cool little piece of super super random merch. I want to give a shout out to our friends at the uh, Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. You can follow them on Twitter at OVP Podcast. They've been they've been I mean they've been fired. Me and Marco have been loving it. Uh, they've been just posting. I don't know where they get some of the clips that they find, whether it's on YouTube or what, but just old clips of just random, you know, retro wrestling stuff. And they're they're big, you know. Obviously, it's Survivor Series season, and obviously, Siri, you know, there was a, there was a time in the mid '90s when when all the Hart brothers were always on a team, and goddamn Bruce Hart was like the thorn in my side as a kid. I just <laughs> I just hated him with a passion. I was like, who is this guy? He's on every Survivor Series match with Bret Hart. He's not even a wrestler. Like, it just, it just pissed me off. And like, they've been posting nonstop, and they 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 post some really great stuff. I mean, uh, just between all the old Survivor Series teams and all this kind of stuff. So definitely check out their their Twitter account. Check out their podcast too. They drop it every I think Monday, 
and uh, they're actually doing it, a countdown of the top, the best and worst uh, wrestling entrance themes, like similar to what we're doing. So uh, they're uh, they're on they're on the same wavelength we are. Uh, first of all, if you are a heart, you are a wrestler by by blood and by nature. It doesn't matter what what level of success you've reached in the business. Um, but I mean, he he was in Stampede, uh, freaking, you know, did some stuff in Japan, and then you know, so I mean, he's he's got a little street cred. Bruce Hart, don't don't be shitting on don't be shitting on the Hart fam. Uh, I know, I love the Hart family, but it was just like he was like he was like the Tito Jackson. He was like the Latoya Jackson. Of like, you know, <laughs> oh of my. To be relevant, so um, I, I guess it's time for our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. That was uh, that fits in well with that. Story. This is on you, yeah. This is on you. Yeah, I, I picked your your next week, Sheena. You're, you're, I know. You're uh, we're gonna have to do a deep dive into Thanksgiving next week, but we'll get into your Survivor Series pick next week. This mm-hmm. is Survivor Series 1995. Uh, I'll be honest; the sole reason I picked this was because I was there. This was in Landover, Maryland. And uh, this was the oh my f- gosh, Landover, Maryland, beautiful, beautiful area. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> what? What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I, I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid if we have listeners in Landover, I don't want. I don't want to offend anyone. But that yeah, was we like are, we already offended Buffalo and Saudi Buffalo Arabia and Puerto and, Rico and, and Pittsburgh. Just, just add to it. Just B- <laughs> Buffalo is much. <laughs> Buffalo is can't even compare to Landover, Maryland. Landover Buffalo. is like is, is like you know the cream of the crop compared to Buffalo. But um, yeah, it was this was the first Survivor Series to not be on a weekday. This was actually a Sunday pay per view, and usually they would be like on Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Eve or something like that. So. Uh, there wasn't much to this pay-per-view. This was kind of the first inklings. I don't want to say the Attitude Era because this was still 95. But there was a really great uh, match between Bret Hart and Diesel. They, they had a no disqualification match in the main event. Went 24 minutes. Bret Hart won the title back. I think Diesel had the belt for almost a year. I think he was like 350-some days. And uh, I remember afterwards he was just kind of totally bitter and pissed off and started kind of a, a heel a heel turn. Uh, before he left for uh, WCW to be, you know, obviously the NWO. So, other than that, this card is full of just your your classic uh, new generation. You know, you had the uh, yeah. Isaac Yankum, and you had Dean Douglas and and Harvey Whippleman. You had a, somehow they were able to put together a uh, a women's four on four match in 1995. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Goldust and Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, Asia Kong, who is who has yeah. been on AEW, was in on this match in 1995. And you mean young, young superstar? Yeah, Spring yeah. Chicken Asia Kong yeah. it was was wrestling in 1995. Yeah, oh yeah, and uh, yeah. it was a it was a pretty interesting show. So definitely, if you're gonna go back and watch it, check out that main event. Obviously, uh, Bret Hart winning the title is always is always fun. So yeah, I remember finally being there with my dad. You know, sponsored by Karate Fighters. Nice. Well, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you had a good experience in Landover, Maryland. Um, you're, because, you're really afraid. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just alienate all of our listeners town by town. You know. So this. Well, no. I went. I competed in a CrossFit competition there in 2000 and. 12 or 13. I can't remember. And I just remember thinking, this is like the butthole of America. <laughs> like, Here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> 
It was like it was like the most like shit town. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. It is awful. It is. I mean, I guess we can go into it now. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. It's basically like a D, like a like a ghetto DC suburb. Um, so no one it, really like wants to live there. They just live there because it's like half the price of living in DC. Yeah, it. Um, you know, I can't listen. I, I, I can. I feel like I can say that because I kind of came from a shit town myself. Like I came from a little country town in the middle of like nowhere, but it's like totally different. Like it was just like, so like you know, we were out with like you know, we're CrossFit competition. We were out. We were like going to eat places and stuff, and it was like literally like, some of the worst customer service experiences I've ever had in my whole life. Like, and the people were just rude and mean, and like it was just. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I never want to go back to to Landover, Maryland. So, um, if you if you live there, I'm so sorry. Um, try to get out. No, nobody nobody listening lives there. Nobody has podcasts there. Um, yeah, it's it's not. You should you should have come to Baltimore. You should have come to Jimmy's Famous Seafood. You should have known the back. I, I had a I had a good I had a good experience when we went to Baltimore. We dropped our car off in Baltimore to get shipped from um from Virginia to Hawaii. So we had, that was the one and only time I've ever been in Baltimore, and it was a fine experience. That was good. Okay, well that's good. No no yeah. uh, no. I'm sure we have some good Baltimore listeners here because I know I'm listening. But uh, yeah yeah. yeah. All right, so that's that's another city. Make a list of all these cities that we've shit on, Marco. Please. Can we just? We need to make a. We need to make. A, we need to make a Chick Foley world tour shirt with yeah. all with all the locations that we've like isolated. This is you know by how, like, far the worst city I've ever been to. Yeah, you know, like you know, when you go like a band goes on tour, they put like yeah. all their tour dates and like their cities. Like we need a Chick Foley shirt with all the the shitty cities. That we've we've isolated on the show. I'll I'll stay shitting on Buffalo every single week. It's the, the, literally the, the most depressing place I've ever been to. I never felt yeah, they, more sorry for people in my life. Yeah, I think we can agree as 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 fans of the football. I think we can agree that Buffalo is probably the worst. Yeah, they, yeah. they party hard there. I mean, they 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 know how to tail, tailgate and drink. I mean, that's really all oh, they, yeah. all they do there. It's just you know drink their brain cells away. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I have I have no no dog in this fight for Buffalo. I've never been to Buffalo, New York. So, oh, I got a sneeze coming. I can feel it. All right, so that's our that's our retro rec- wrestling recommendation of the week. Um, we plug the toy. Dr- oh man! All right, Thanksgiving is uh, a w- eight days away. What do you what do you guys have planned family wise for Thanksgiving? Um. I'll go first. My in-laws are coming in for Thanksgiving, which is super awesome because, you know, we, we lived away from home for a long time. Um, and so it's we don't get to celebrate a lot of major holidays with like family and stuff, especially living in Hawaii. It was a lot more complicated. Like you didn't just fly in for Thanksgiving or fly in for birthdays or Christmas or whatever. So um, his parents are coming out here. We're going to have like the whole freaking traditional thanksgiving dinner super super excited um i'm personally me i could do without like i mean turkey turkey and ham we're having both because the heel husband wants he wants ham and since you know this might be our we're not going to do a huge christmas meal we might be ordering like pizza in depending on when the baby gets here um we're gonna we're just gonna go all out and do both and i don't really care for the 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 turkey and the um and the ham. I like I'm a sides girl. You know what I mean? Like I want all of the side dishes, like a whole plate of side dishes. Well, I, do, I love the sides too. I'm a, I'm a turkey fan. I've never been a ham fan, but uh 
I'm in charge of making the green bean casserole this year. That's my only uh, responsibility. My my favorite part of Thanksgiving, I'm just going over to my parents' house. Uh, my wife and my son and me are going over there. I have to get over there early, put the kid down for a nap if we have to, watch a little football, and mm-hmm. just, just get drunk by myself. Just like my parents have one of those fridges out in the garage so I can sneak out there and grab beers and uh, you know pour some Pinot Noir for, for dinner and, uh, you know, my parents aren't the best. My mom's not the best cook in the world, but uh, you know it's Thanksgiving. You know, it's you know, like you said, you can't mess up. You can't mess up mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and stuff like that. So it's it'll be, it'll be yeah, a good time. yeah. Thankfully, my mom, you know, she was always like an amazing cook. You know what I mean? So she always made like amazing Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and then we would go to my grandma's on my my stepdad's side, and you know, she's. I love my granny die. Like let let it be known that I love my granny die. The woman cannot cook. Like I know didn't Marco, didn't you say that um you grew up in a family that didn't have the best the best cooks either? I think I recall. Uh no. It, it was uh no, it was basically we had it was just a weird array because my mom being Italian, my far, father being black, we had like a weird like mix <laughs> of food. It was like Soul food slash Italian food. Oh, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it, I mean, it was good, but it was just like non-traditional Thanksgiving. It's like lasagna at Thanksgiving was kind of like, eh. I think, that, I, think but, I think traditional is is what you what you are used to. You know what I mean? I feel like there's really no traditional food. You know what I mean? It really true. depends, especially like, you know, I mean, people, people eat all kinds of things on Thanksgiving, you know, depending on, like you said, your region, your nationality, um, all of those things, your religion. Um, I think it's just, I think traditional is like overrated. People are like, Oh, you have to eat Turkey. I mean, dressing. Listen, I love, I love me some dressing and stuff, but if there's somebody threw down a pan of lasagna at Thanksgiving dinner, you don't think I would go ham. <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I do love Thanksgiving. I love the leftover sandwiches after, you know, I can put a little cranberry <sighs> sauce, little mayonnaise on there, a little cheese. Yes. Turkey. Do y'all have Wawa in up, up North in Baltimore? Uh, we do. I and I do. Uh, in Boston, do you have them Marco? No, no, Wawa. We have to we have to travel in that oh. area to get that. Oh my God! So Wawa has I I don't can't remember if I've talked about this on the freaking podcast before, but Wawa has what's called a gobbler sandwich, and it's a Thanksgiving sandwich. And I remember when we moved to Hawaii, like that was one of the things I was sad about during like the holiday season is like not getting a Wawa gobbler because it's like. It's just like the best. It's like turkey, the dressing, the stuffing, the cranberry sauce, like all on just this hoagie bun, and it is delightful. Uh, I, they, they must make them different where you live because I, I've gotten it a couple of times, and I think I got it after you said something or recommended it, and it is like it is so like sopping, soaking wet with gravy. It's like almost unedible. The one oh my by, gosh, by my house. they just don't know how to make it. I guess they just like maybe they. Maybe they make them better in Virginia. It's man, yeah, I, I, I dig it. I'm into it. I was going to say no gravy or something because it's just like the bread is just like a sponge. It's like I couldn't even eat it. You should have. You should have to. Ha- you should ask if they'll toast it for you. Like recommend getting it toasted, so then oh, your bread's a little bit go. crispier. You know there what I mean? Go. So then it it like absorbs a little bit of the the juiciness, and it, it doesn't just turn your bread into like soggy mush. Man, you're on a whole nother level now. Hey, listen, listen. I'm 35 weeks pregnant. You want to talk food? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am i'm into it nice yeah i've been uh, i've been craving some thanksgiving food so i'm i'm ready for next week 
and um, I'm ready to not uh, help out at all in the kitchen. So uh, send us your stories. Do we have a couple? We have a couple of those figure arts to give away. We're gonna do the, what the uh, the Rock and the Stone Cold. No, the Rock and the Triple H, right? I can't remember. I'm gonna unbox a couple of them. I know your husband was. Um, I asked him which ones we should unbox, so I'll have to run it by him. But I can't remember which ones. Okay. But yeah, we're definitely we're definitely gonna be giving some of those away for you guys. Um, right. well, I mean, and I'll, I'll I'll give away the ones I unbox too for all if for anybody who wants them. You know, I mean, there I'll put go. them back in the box, but yeah. I'll unbox them. I'll unbox them gently, but they won't be moc. All right, we'll announce it tomorrow on the Twitter account which ones we're giving away, and we'll tell you what you need to do to win those. So we also need to give away the winner of the. Uh, Hocus Pocus contest that we uh, have totally been slacking on. People have been asking us about this. And Oh uh, my gosh, we never announced the winner of the Hocus Pocus contest. No, we did not. Yikes. Okay, Marco, you Marco had a winner from uh, the Twitter actually, which was surprising. You know, we told everybody to come come to Instagram, but he had an early I let him have an early um, entry from from Twitter. Marco, do you have that name? Uh, let me check. All right, we have the winner now. Over much much conveying, we have the winner of our Hocus Pocus giveaway contest. Who is it, Sheena? It is um, at Instagram. It's at GW Collects. So make sure you hit me up in the DMs and give me your address so I can send you your elite Mabel figure. Um, super, super dope figure. So at GW Collects, um, you are the winner of the Hocus Pocus Chick Fil A giveaway. There you go. Congrats, G Dubs. You just had a kid recently too, so congrats. We we talked about that. Congrats on that. And maybe you can let your little baby play with this Mabel figure. Teach him who nice. teach him who men on a mission were. <laughs> Raise him right. Yeah. All right. So next week we will be getting into our War Games recap, our Survivor Series recap, and uh, touching on some Black Friday sales. Uh, and uh, I'm excited for the holiday season to finally start up. There's going to be a lot of figures hitting stores, and hopefully uh, we'll get a lot more stuff for the toy drive, a lot of more stuff for us, and uh, it'll be good. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, I'm pumped too. I, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up, and uh, we're going to be recording our Chickies episode uh, here before long, which is super, super exciting. I always love the Chicky Awards. We did it last year, and it was super fun. So we have some really awesome categories for you guys. We're going to be recapping the whole year, so you have that to look forward to. And uh, yeah, lots, lots of freaking wrestling to watch in the next week because we got Survivor Series, War Games, and all of our weekly shows. Holy. But Jesus and uh, myself and and Marco, if he can make it, we're going to record some uh, interview uh, episodes, some special stuff to record while Sheena is out. We'll be able to put that onto our Patreon and then uh, eventually put it onto our uh, normal podcast feed. So be sure to look out for those. I recorded the first one earlier tonight. I uh, spoke to uh, AEW's own Chris Van Fleet who is their backstage reporter, does a lot of YouTube videos. He was uh, able to give me a half an hour of his time. We talked about wrestling and all kinds of cool stuff. So that'll be uh, that'll be posted within the next week or so, and uh, we'll have more to come with a bunch of our favorite folks from around the wrestling community, podcasters and, and TV personalities and all kinds of stuff. So it'll be, it'll be a good Woo-hoo. time. Good, good, good time. So uh, thank you folks for listening, and have a, a great holiday. If we don't hear from you before next week, be safe. Take an Uber and... Um, have fun with family. Put put aside the bullshit for one day and uh, eat some turkey. And uh, we will talk to you next next week. Stay classy, Smarks.
Greg C. Roxanne, Roxanne. All she wanna do is party all night. Goddamn, Roxanne. Never gonna love me, but it's alright. She think I'm an asshole. She think I'm a player. She keep running back though, only 'cause I pay her. Roxanne, Roxanne.